0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Shrimp and Crits Season 1 finale arc. If you're looking for a recap, please go back to Episode 62 of Season 1, entitled The Truth. At the timestamp, 1 hour, 5 minutes, and 17 seconds, on Johnny Meador's podcast, the characters you have grown to know and love, recap the events of the entire season up to this point. We, the cast of Shrimp and Crits, want to thank you for the past few years, for listening to us, for laughing with us, for crying with us. It truly means the world. And without further ado, please enjoy the episode. Crepuscular rays reach through the branches of the lanky trees of Tate's Hell National Forest. They glint against strange things that hide in the brush, which are armed and ready for their call to charge. The sky is darkening, and the sun is nearly orange as it sets on Gullicochica for what could potentially be the final time. The houses of this stretch of coast Look as stubborn as the people who live here. White paint peels off of porch posts. Gutters rust and sag from a lifetime of enduring coarse, salty air. Cracked window panes and missing shingles tell the story of the frequent storms that have unrelentingly assailed them. Wooden posts jut out from lapping waves where docks once stood but are now washed away. Johnny Metter's big simulcast on the Gullicochica action news was met with mixed reviews by the citizens of the area. Some are still too proud to believe the terrifying truth. They remain in their homes as if the world isn't about to be torn apart from beneath them. Others, whether they believe it or not, took that information and chose to leave town for a little bit. One of those folks is the oyster fisherman Jerome Crane, who is now driving up Highway 65 with his daughter Abby humming as she draws pictures in the back seat. But speaking generally, as skeptical as the people of Gulacochica are and always will be, folks have shown up to defend their home after the combined endorsement of Vox Populi Don Sajak, Vox of the Oddballs Jonathan Meadors, Sheriff Donnie Terrence, and local animal retreat owner slash legendary reptile creature slash everyone's best friend, Ray Ray LaRue. St. Anne Island is the line of defense for humanity. It's long and thin, and there's about five miles of bay water between it and the Tate's Hell National Forest, from which the armies of the Fae will charge once they see Atlantis. Out in that bay, Calliope's trash golem sentinels stand like gruesome statues ready to activate at any moment. Where the bridge meets the island, the sign that reads, Welcome to St. Anne Island, the Uncommon Florida, has been repurposed as a barrier wall. A few blocks back rises the St. Anne Inn, where Sheriff Terrence looks down on the soldiers of this makeshift army from the second floor balcony. He wears a crisp white karate uniform with a bright yellow belt. Little St. Anne has no such buildings to fortify. Just pure, untouched wilderness. In fact, the heroes of this story are probably hoping that they are unnoticed on the Gulfside beach, where the original foundation of the old lighthouse serves as their hopeful portal to the new home for Atlantis. Here. Johnny Metters and his more intense followers are helping alter the runes. Others are drawing patterns out in the sand to aid the magic. Even Greg is there, and he has rounded up the few surviving cult members, convincing them that this is their chance to redeem themselves for their foolish acts. Merog's eyes glow as she works on more intricate wards. Seeb meditates, his expression saying nothing at all as he prepares to help Ari do the impossible. Sarah, Ray, Ari, this is your chance to save the overgrown from being consumed by utter chaos. You have a few moments before it's time. What do you do?
1: I cry a little. (laughs) (laughs) I just cry a little.
2: How is the book coming, William?
1: oh yeah that's
0: important (laughs) who has the book i think shakespeare has finished the book okay he is staying behind at the retreat that makes sense where he believes it's safe but he has definitely given the book to one of you i mean it's for ari right actually our guest Sieb has the book what do we need to do with this book shakespeare would have explained to you that the book just needs to be opened and activated which anyone can do It's a custom move. It'll definitely be like a magic act, so I would probably put it in the hands of someone who uh, could do weird stuff. But I guess you're all pretty fucking weird. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thanks. Oddly, I think I'm the most weird, but in the wrong way. (laughs) Goodfellow's going to
2: expect to find it on my person. I think it would be best if it stayed with one of you. I mean, I'll take it. If you can... Open him up to the final blow. I will take it. Is it waterproof? (laughs) Maybe let's give it to Sarah. That makes sense. (laughs) That's a great question, though. Maybe we could call him.
0: Um, I would imagine you can communicate with the retreat. I think that that's a question for Ray Ray as far as who is at the retreat. Like, um... I don't know like your people or are they there to defend the retreat alongside the, anim- the the you know your your
1: animals your creatures. Yeah, I mean I've got I've got Kev. I've got Carlita. Altie. This is when Rooster steps it up and shows that he's not just
0: I would say what's the likelihood that we have some trash golems actually like there? Calliope's had time to set things up, so I think there are definitely some trash golems there to fight alongside your Bigfoots and your, <laughs> and your owl beasts and whatnot. His name's Kevin. 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 Kevin? Yeah, sure. Honestly, I think I told everybody else just to lock themselves in the basement. That makes sense. Totally does. Especially Brewster and Peg. Like, I told them they need to stay in the basement. Where's Brittany? I think that Brittany would be wherever you direct her to be.
1: I feel like I would have told her that I wanted her to go somewhere safe, but that she came up with the idea to do like a triage sort of setup and gathered like her coworkers and stuff from the hospital. Does that make sense?
0: Totally. There's somewhat of a square not where you are but at the center of the island where i said that donnie was uh, and there's kind of like a barrier wall that's been built there's a grid there's a small grid of roads that lead up to the lighthouse park where the golden gull is maybe even she set up her little triage area either in the saint anne inn where donnie is on the balcony or in the gull i don't know it's up to you up to you guys what do you think I like the goal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, checks. Brittany's spicy. I feel like she would be like, nah, I'm going to be there. Yeah, totally. You can't kill her. (laughs) You can't kill anyone. I'm so afraid. I already am afraid. (laughs) He just evil laughed. (laughs) Evilly laughed. And that was it.
0: In terms of the days that have led up to all of this, I know that Sarah found the armory in Tallahassee she found iron that could be made into weapons mm-hmm. uh, so i imagine that's kind of what sarah and maybe uh john like you know maybe some people that could help sarah were up to does anybody else do you do all have anything else that you were doing in these days leading up here should we
1: play out that scene of like me giving them armor or can we do it where we are right now i feel like it'd be no.
0: a weird time I don't think we need to play it out. I think it's just okay. if, if you want to have outfitted everyone in armor, I don't think that you had time yeah. to make like a suit of armor for a gator person, right? So like No. Maybe maybe Ray Ray doesn't have one, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanna make Ray something. But I'm generally assuming that like the people of Gullacochica have swords, some of them have iron yeah. swords, you guys have whatever uh, armor you would like? I, 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 you know, we'll say one armor. I'm not going to say like you get yeah. six armor or anything crazy.
1: Well, I made Ari some armor, and I made Ray Ray. What can I have made? I've made Johnny made Ray Ray some really cool nunchucks that he's not going to use, but Johnny was very <laughs> excited to make them for him.
0: They've got little gators on the on the handles of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Johnny cries, giving them to Rayburn. (laughs) He's so proud of those, man. All
0: right, well, I
2: am going to imagine this is like a greenish breastplate kind of armored vest thing that like the vampire hunters had, right? The Quartz Cross.
1: Iron do oxidize.
2: I'm happy to wear that. I will wear it kind of under my jacket over my vest.
1: Can I say that Sarah's wearing a bulletproof vest because she's been shot so many times that she's finally figured out that she should probably just... Even if there's no guns in this fight, she's going (laughs) to wear a
3: bulletproof vest.
2: Oh, you know Jill's got it out for you. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I will have given Seed his katana, and I don't look armed, I guess. But I am quite... Honestly, I think I would have... This sounds like a bad idea I think I would have given (laughs) a few Of the mundane people Some wild bites (laughs) Namely Johnny Metters.
1: Don't let Ray Ray see
2: Yeah I don't think it would be With anyone seeing but I Do think I've distributed some To like Donnie and Johnny The big names Amazing Just as I I obviously told them this is the last resort
0: Johnny's already (laughs) turned
3: Oh, i'm no. blue i <laughs> Abu die Abu <laughs> <God. laughs>
0: i want to say that this is kind of weird i guess jordan is probably at the gull because i don't know why he would be here
3: mm-hmm.
0: he probably volunteered to help but it's weird that jordan and johnny aren't together but i you know i imagine when shit hits the fan johnny will make his way back to the larger saint anne I guess that's it. I feel like we should be doing
2: more, but we honestly never plan for our plans. <laughs> <laughs> this is the
1: most we've planned. Can I do woman with a plan?
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. And since can- we're kind of like getting used to this move still, like we've only, mm-hmm. you've only had it for a few sessions, um, I'll say you can roll again, but also keep your hold from last arc.
3: Ooh.
1: Ooh. Yeah, because I don't, I didn't use it, right? Because it wasn't like
0: right. It's not something that typically would roll over, but yeah, okay.
1: I can't make this shit up. That's an eleven on the dice plus three for my nice. first roll of the finale. <laughs> Fourteen, baby.
0: Hell yeah! So you get it. Was it two holds? Is that right? Yes, hold two. So you now have three total holds to be exactly where you want to be. Man. You're just going to be wherever you want to be at all times. At
1: all times, I'm just there.
0: Ray Ray, what's up? Do you have any thoughts? I mean, yeah, the retreat's been closed and I've been having training sessions with the gators and crocs and I took off all of the latch doors just so they can escape if they need to. Awesome. Awesome. Like we had the whole sequence where Rooster was nailing up the escape doors and I'm making sure that they're all clear to go. I'm curious because I know that Ray Ray has a different perception of animals versus humans and who is a victim versus who is a fighter kind of scenario. So I'm curious. I know that, like, Kevin and Carlita and everyone are fighting. You know, you have the gym now. You could instruct your gators and crocs. Oh, they are not fighters. Okay. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. This is strictly... Defend yourselves, defend this place, escape if you need to. Well, I guess that's what I mean. Are they up with Kevin and everyone defending the retreat, or are they down in the basement with Peg and everyone? <laughs> no, they're not in the basement, no. I just I just let them loose, essentially. Cool. They have their free will to go. I told them, go to the lake with Alti. Awesome. And just keep yourselves alive. Love it take care of yourselves and, you know all that ray i think your phone rings oh god it's gail mm.
3: uh, <laughs> um um <laughs> uh, hey hello
0: um Ray, i'm sitting in the car with my mama drove up here to get her what should i do ray should i stay and fight or, j- or drive back to tampa just go gail bird Get as far away from here as you
3: possibly can
0: i I heard you on the news oh
3: <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot
0: that's about to happen down here, gale, and um you need to get you and your mama as far away from it as possible
3: <laughs> you've You've got a a big life ahead of you and um Leave this nonsense to us.
0: You... <clears throat> Look, Ray. Call me when this is over.
3: Okay? Like, as soon as you can. Yeah.
0: Promise. And she hangs up. I'll see you around, Gilbert. Are you too prepared?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that a no? Should Should we, like, put our hands in the circle and, like, uh... One, two, three, break. You know. Go team.
3: Sarah, you have come so far.
1: (laughs) Was that sarcasm?
2: Of course not. You were just a terrible deputy when I met you, and (laughs) you have saved so many people. And Ray, your mother would be very... Proud of you. Thank you both. And I'll put my hand out.
1: I'm just gonna hug them both. I'ma pull them all in. <laughs> Fuck your hands in. I'm gonna hug uh, you.
3: You <laughs> <Caruso>. suggested
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were actually wanting to do. Okay, one, two, three.
0: Go team.
1: <laughs> Go team.
0: Dude, none of y'all watch movies. We're supposed to quack.
1: What? <laughs> what? Oh Do you remember that time Sarah had a duck bill? <sighs> that was so long ago.
2: Good times.
1: Quack, <laughs> quack, 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 quack. Is quack. that
2: Johnny, Johnny quack. in the background? <laughs> yeah, of course, Johnny matters. He took a wild bite. Now he has a duck
0: bill. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Oh, God damn
3: it right i can shoot lightning from my eyes Look, (laughs) (coughs)
1: quick throw up a bottle or something (laughs) if johnny has to take that wild bite you better actually roll ian better be random as fuck and see what what happens are we prepped is there anything anyone else wants to say my mom's in the basement at the retreat right yeah okay with mave Covering all my, all my bases.
0: I don't know. Maeve might be fighting. She's a fucking That's true. seal monster.
2: Yeah.
1: Her kids are there, though.
2: Ray, Ray, if you need to get back to the retreat, you just let me know and I will open a tear for you.
1: Yeah, I'll, uh,
2: I'll see this one through. I know your family is both here and there, so... Thank you.
1: Y'all, I'm nervous.
2: As you should be, Sarah.
0: We are at war. I think as you guys chat, you hear the sound of a small boat in the distance approaching. And you look over to see indeed a small boat.
2: (laughs) Would you look at that very small
1: boat? (laughs) Look at that. It's a tiny ass boat.
0: (laughs)
2: Perhaps even a
0: dinghy. In this boat is a man in a suit wearing sunglasses. He banks his boat on the shore and begins to walk up. Kill him. Whoa, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: Whoa, you invited him if it's Bose.
0: <laughs> it's
1: not Bose. Okay.
0: He's much less fashionable than Bose. He's wearing like a jet black suit. Uh, not like, Bose, I feel like, wears kind of like pinstripes. Mm. I am going to fly over and land
2: in front of him. I fucking forgot forgot you could do that that. (laughs) Yeah I just take off next to you two And you're like oh shit Are you just Dragon Ball Z's over there Fuck Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) I do I am very powerful Special Agent Garrett with the FBI That's the Florida Bureau of Investigation I need to speak to whomever's in charge here I look over my left shoulder And then I look over my right shoulder
2: I'm in charge Agent What can I help you with
0: you must be Ari. I just spoke with the sheriff. He told me to look for you guys. Yeah. So, look, the feds stay out of this area because, I'm sorry. you know, you all like to handle your own business, small government or whatever. I'm willing to write off your little news broadcast as a publicity stunt uh, for some weird reenactment. But first. I'm going to need you to tell me exactly what's going on here because the more I see, the more I don't like. You,
2: you don't seem very phased at the fact that I just flew over here and there is great magic pouring out of my eyes and mouth when I speak to you.
0: Yeah, that's one of those things that I don't like. Okay. <laughs> just making
2: sure we're on the same page here.
0: I don't know what kind of makeup you guys are using for these reenactments these days or what kind of special effects you have but uh
1: I nudge Ray. <laughs> what maybe you should transform in front of him
0: cause obviously there's no end of the world happening here but if there was if there was what is it that you would do about it alright look man there's no need for that I mean did you bring like backup or are they in your very small boat The FBI is—we have a certain amount of resources at our disposal, obviously, but we didn't need to send more than one guy. I mean, worst-case scenario, I have to arrest some of you for disrupting the public or whatever, but the sheriff said that you guys are legit, so— So why are you here? Well, he also couldn't explain to me exactly what was happening. He seemed very nervous. He was sweating— more than I've ever seen a human sweat.
2: He does that.
0: He also probably just ate ribs. That checks out. <laughs> he did have barbecue sauce on his karate uniform. Yeah. Do all cops wear karate <laughs> uniforms down here? So your name is what again? Special Agent Garrett with the FBI. That's the Florida Bureau of Investigations. Yes, Obviously. Obviously. Uh, and you're not you're not here to help at all. To help with your little LARPing thing, I mean, it's just not my thing, guy. So why are you here? Well, I'm here because you use the the news, a public service, to advertise for your thing. If you're not here to help us, I highly recommend you just leave. Skedaddle. You're not gonna like what happens here in the next hour.
2: No no, Ray Ray, this agent might be of use to us. Agent Garrett, everything that you have been told is true.
0: That I need to leave?
2: No, that there is a war coming, and you are in the epicenter. We moved it to this island so that there would be minimal casualties. Are you familiar with the FAE?
0: Like I said, I'm not interested in playing your game. Um, the FAE. The FAE. I'm gonna
2: open a tear to Prospero's bazaar in front of him. What the heck?
1: Okay. I was just about to say that Ian, Ian's doing it. He's making it so that we were playing a game the whole time. (laughs) That's it. That's the finale. We were, we were LARPing the whole time.
0: Is anyone going to step in here? I'll transform. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) I'll transform and I'll like guide my hands into the passage. Roll roll to make your... Ta- I was thinking someone was going to stop him from doing this. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's great. Uh, ro- roll Ari, roll to tear through. I'd love to. Uh,
2: seven on the dice, plus four. That is eleven.
0: Yeah, then you fucking do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just, like, use my hand and pull down air and tear through this reality into the next, into
0: Prospero's Bazaar. This tear opens up to a pretty chaotic crowd. The denizens of the wild are going about their business. Um, I think that there are whisperings throughout the lands of um, of the war uh, in the overgrown. It's definitely casting a certain anxious uh, atmosphere across the people. Uh, but then from the crowd come several suited figures. They're led by two familiar faces, and you hear... Agent Jill Pale say, this is your last chance to give it up, y'all. She has her pistol that she uses as an arcane focus for water magics, and she holds it up, ready to fight. Uh, Agent Crete has a battle axe of Fae make that glows with runes all over it. But before he draws it, he adds in Fae SL. (laughs) It's (laughs) time to get my full revenge. I mean, I closed the tear.
1: I was supposed to say close. it, like close. close.
0: <laughs> I think that they've already walked through. I think that they like oh. uh, come through, like because you're opening it up into a really chaotic atmosphere. So they just march right out of the tear as soon as you make it. What do you do?
1: I attack.
0: <laughs> that was unintended.
1: <laughs> we don't have time for this shit.
0: Well, Mister FBI, I guess you're here for the good fight. So uh, you want to arrest them? <laughs> That's dumb. I like it. Um I think he just uh Man, these people are really weird. And then he walks back to his boat. <laughs> what? Okay. I'm glad you showed up. <laughs> I think that this uh FBI agent thinks that this is some kind of weird, nerdy LARP thing and <laughs> so he's just like, Okay, well if they're gonna do this, then I'm just gonna go back empty handed, I guess. I like to imagine that we're all, including Jill and
2: Creed, are all still just standing there just watching him leave. Just, uh.
0: Hello, and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. This is your Keeper Ian here, and as always, I want to thank you for listening. This is the first episode of the Season 1 finale arc. I don't know how many episodes exactly there will be. Uh, That's the nature of this game, play to see what happens. But we really hope to be building towards a satisfying conclusion to this A story that has been very important to us for several years now. Um, So thank you very much for sticking with us through all of it. Uh, It's been uh, the creative honor of my life to work on this for you. And I know that I can speak for Cap, Ryan, and Katie. Uh, We all feel this way. Uh, Very thrilled to see this through. That being said, I'm going to keep announcements as brief as possible this week. We have a few patrons to thank. Thank you and welcome to Quinn, Phoenix, Kate and Lynn, Julia, and Kyle. Uh, Really awesome to have you all along. I will be getting your stickers and welcome messages in the mail very soon. We have some new stickers. We've hired a few great artists to come up with some fantastic new designs for us. We are revamping our Patreon merch for the $30 FAE agent tier. I'll be implementing those changes pretty soon, uh, but some of the stickers are those new designs, so that's exciting. We have over 20 hours now of bonus content. That's awesome. Uh, we have the first episode of the Tallahassee Knights mini series posted, so lots of great content to check out there on the Patreon. I know that your money is valuable to you, so it's always been a huge an important goal of mine to make sure that our Patreon is uh, that you're getting as much bang for your buck uh, as we can possibly give you. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and Tumblr at Shrimp and Crits. That's S-H-R-I-M-P-A-N-D-C-R-I-T-S. If you haven't already, please rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. We are a bi-weekly show Comes out on Mondays. And our next episode will be out March 13th. We'll see you then. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye, y'all. So the FBI agent fucks right off is boating away. But the other agents, uh, the F.A.E. agents, I'll say some of them are making moves to start messing up the runes drawn in the sand and the two that, you know, uh, start to make aggressive action towards you guys. Kill them.
2: I mean, it's to be implied I've already closed the tear after they were finished walking through.
0: Here's what I'll say. You do... Crete and Jill definitely make it through, but uh, you closing the tear cuts off some of the agents that were trying to join. Um, There's only about three of them. It doesn't literally cut them, right? One of them it does. It cuts them right in half. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, my God.
3: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) It's Agent Kramit, the Toad, and he looks up at you and he's like... Uh, That's not canon. (laughs) I will resuscitate him right now. (laughs) So, what do you guys
1: do? I'm pulling out my sword and I am going for
0: Jill. Jill. All right. What do you mean, going for Jill?
1: I want to (laughs) poker with my sword.
0: Oh my God. All right. Roll kick some ass.
1: All right. Let's do this. I bet it won't be as good as the 14 I just rolled, so now I'm just scared to do it. Oh, God, okay. Could be worse. It's an eight.
3: Okay,
0: uh, so you're going to do damage to one another. Okay, so here's what happens. She sees you uh, striking out at her with your sword, and she takes her pistol, and she shoots the ground, and from the sand rises a uh a wall of water and it's going to do two harm i think you see your sword kind of like pierce through the water and the water just kind of uh torrents upwards and it pushes your sword up and you kind of like um it it's enough armor it's enough additional armor to block the harm
2: ray i'm going to stop the agents from ruining the runes you handle crete and I'm going to fly towards the agents.
1: I'll never get used to that.
0: You're, uh... It, don't y'all have a... That's, uh, that's fine. Ari, I mean, Crete just came out of this tear, which you made, so he's right next to you. Mm-hmm. I do think that as you start to go away, he's going to take a swipe at you. Are you taking a hard move against me? I'm taking a soft move. I'm telling you his mm-hmm. axe is coming down upon you, so either... Someone will protect you, or you'll have to try to move out of the way or do something against him. I am going to try to move out of the way because I
2: do not think he's expecting me to fly.
0: Uh, Okay, then act under pressure.
2: Because of a monster, yes. Uh, Six on the dice plus four is a ten.
0: He brings his axe down, and it sinks into the sand as you uh, zip away towards the agents that have gone to mess up the runes ray what do you do jill has sort of a water wall in between her and sarah who just tried to stab out at her crete just swung his axe at ari and missed and the other three agents who ari is flying towards are going to mess up the runes that will help Seeb make his magic is crete closest to me i guess i'm gonna deal with crete sure yeah, I think you have a pretty good opportunity here because his axe is, like, stuck in the sand. This is it like a battle axe situation where it's, like, an entire, like, a whole-ass stick. Two are one-handed. He's a satyr, so he's pretty small. But uh, I think it's a one-handed axe. But, like, kind of two-handed to him. It's, uh, the, it's kind of in-between. It's an in-between axe. <laughs> well, I want to walk up and just step on the handle. <laughs> awesome. Just to get it out of his hands and push it down in the sand more i don't think you need to roll anything for that i think he looks up at you he looks angry and he signs to you which whether or not you can understand sign language i think that with the fae sign language it kind of like transmits uh what he's saying into your head and he's like <laughs> i don't know what i was <laughs> he's like uh hey get off my <laughs> Not
3: cool. (laughs) Not cool, dude.
0: That was
3: my favorite axe.
0: Get off my axe.
3: I don't like that you're
0: on my axe. Hey there, bud. Uh, So we gonna do this, or... He says, yes, if you you get off my axe. (laughs) He gets out a burning wrap of herbs. It's kind of like what you would sage a house with. That's what he uses to uh, draw runes and he starts to try to cast a spell. I just kick him. <laughs> I just All right, kick him in the head. <laughs> uh, maybe this is act under pressure because you're trying to essentially stop him from casting the spell. You're not using a claw attack or whatever. So,
3: Alright, act under pressure.
0: Uh, that is a 10. Nice. So you... Just bo- straight up bull. Bo- I feel bad for this man. I, yeah, I, I, I'm
2: starting to feel bad about my actions. <laughs> and I don't love that Cap put me in well, charge remember of Remember the fighting. Valentine's Day episode? We tried. <laughs> we tried to get him on our side, and we had a big fight with him. Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: <laughs> I just...
2: He beat the fuck out of Sieb like two episodes ago, almost to
0: death. He did torture Sieb, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Now, I no longer feel bad. I'm going to kick him in the face. Uh, I guess at this point, anybody's up?
2: Uh, Yes, I would like to. So the runes are like in the sand, and they're just like children kicking over sandcastles trying to mess up the runes in the ground. Well,
0: they're not children. They're like, you know, fish people. (laughs) As as uh, children do, I mean. Oh, sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah, these runes actually do look like sandcastles. It's kind of interesting the way that worked out. That's how you do it. That's why we call them ruins.
2: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's a good finale joke. (laughs) Thanks. I'm going to hover about 20 feet uh, over them. Okay. You've chosen the wrong side. I'm going to manipulate the runes that they are kicking to become trap runes and pull them down into the sand. And when I mean into the sand, I don't mean as I've done in the past where their waists are above the sand. I mean into all the way.
0: All right, roll use magic. Plus weird. You're going to smother them. Oh my God. So Just like dark. Waffle House, baby. Uh, that's eight on the dice. Plus
2: four. Four is 12
0: yeah so one of them uh sinks into the sand and i think that they are more or less out of the bat uh, battle the others i think one of them continues doing the job and the other one starts to write runes in the air um, i would like to dispel the
2: magic that he is writing in the air in front of him with force of will okay um it says when blocking a spell Okay, then roll Force of Will. Six on the dice, plus four is ten again. His runes turned green. Okay, so
0: you... you, The runes that he's writing in the air to presumably try and defend the two of them um, disperse as you uh, kind of send out this magic towards them. Um, I think that he like not even really because of the magic, but just as just being shocked, kind of falls into the sand, kind of <laughs> scrambling. Let's move back to the other side of the battlefield. Sarah, you just stabbed out through this water wall. Uh what do you do? How big is this wall? Maybe five feet wide? And it goes I'm assuming up... it'll
1: hurt if I try to roll through it,
0: right? i think so yeah actually
1: okay okay yeah i just want to get around it and go for jill again
0: Uh, i think that as you kind of dodge around this wall you see her starting to walk over and um she starts to point her gun at ari you're behind her at this point what do you do
1: (sighs) i'm going to stab her through the back. I am aiming for the heart. I don't know if that does anything because I don't.
0: <laughs> Sizes in the heart. Be careful. <laughs> I actually think I'm going to call this protect someone because she's about to shoot a water blast at Ari.
1: Yeah, I'll use never again, and I'm I'm not like attacking to hurt her if I use never again.
0: You can be. Uh, protect someone can deal damage if you choose it.
1: OK, yeah, it says never again in combat. You may choose to protect someone without rolling as if you'd rolled a 10 plus, but you may not choose to suffer little harm.
0: Right. OK, so what is your extra?
1: OK, yeah, I want to I'm trying to stab her like through the chest, but the back she's she's facing me. You knew what I meant. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm stabbing sure. her in the back.
0: So you start to run around this water wall and she hears you coming and she turns around and uh, shoots this water missile that she was going to shoot at Ari, at you. But you stab out at her suit. Runes on the suit glow and they block like it doesn't stab through the suit. Definitely does harm. But you can tell that she has some kind of magical armor here with her suit.
1: Stupid F-A-E suits. <laughs> God damn
0: it. Uh, and the water missile is going to hit you for two harm, but I guess that's blocked by your shield as well. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, uh, Ray Ray, what do you do as Crete falls into the sand? You've kicked him down. I want to grab his axe and throw it into the ocean as far as I can.
3: <laughs>
0: nice. Nice. <laughs> If you want to, you can find me out there. (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Everyone's being so fucking cool right now. That is amazing. Um, (laughs) What? (laughs) I think he's going to try and cast magic at you. Obviously, he's not going to go into the water. (laughs) But you've definitely fucked with his head a little bit. He definitely seems off kilter. Um What do you do as he begins to try and cast magic again? I think I just stomp on him. (laughs) I feel like a bully. This feels bad, but I know he's a bad dude. So I'm very torn as a character right now. (laughs) But I know Ray knows this dude as a bad dude. So are you kicking some ass? Like, are you trying to hurt him now? Like, are you using your foot claw, basically? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, then now kick some ass.
3: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh.
0: Well, you might get something on me here. Oh, that's a Oh, that's six. <laughs> oh, have you what? ever tailed to kick some ass? <laughs> uh I level up. Nice. I somehow become more charming <laughs> out of all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right.
2: Uh which, Ray Ray. which becomes a zero. <laughs> i
3: no longer have (laughs) negatives
0: (laughs) awesome so you go to kick at him again but this time he is fast enough and he uh draws a little rune in the air with this burning herb bushel and uh from behind you a hand an arm of sand rises up and grabs you uh and holds you back at like your claws, your foot claws about to stomp on him, and you're just kind of yanked back and held there in the air. Ari, you're fighting these uh, kind of minions. Uh, fighting
2: is a funny word.
0: You're, yeah, you're bully. Everyone's bullying <laughs> everyone. <messing> them. Yes. <laughs> you can see in the near distance, uh, just about 30 yards away, Seeb has begun the ritual. I think he has. Recognize that there are forces here to kind of like stop things from going down. And uh, you see that his eyes have rolled back in his head. Uh, you can see magical energy flashing along the markings that cover the beach and concrete platform. Pulses of light flow out from Sieb in a circular pattern, like ripples in a still pond. Oh, and the platform is sort of glowing. Are these two
2: still brave enough to be headed in our direction?
0: Uh, They're absolutely, yeah, they're not going to give up Yet I think the other one has stopped messing with the runes And has started, has realized that If they're going to take you, they're going to have to do it together (laughs) But yeah, they start to work kind of magics What do you do? I'm going to
2: cast burn everything uh, Area On them Uh, Is burn everything like kick some ass? Or you just do it? It's use magic to inflict harm so i'm gonna do three harm area magic obvious so roll we'll use magic to burn everything wow i did just type to uh everyone in the podcast that the only way i could fail was rolling a snake eyes <laughs> i in fact rolled a two and a one so that is a seven wow it's very close what's your glitch? I think in my state of temptation that I would like the glitch to draw immediate unwelcome attention. Awesome. I think some of the runes that they kicked away from the collection have raised up, turned green, and have started to kind of swirl
0: around them, cutting into them. Uh, Yeah, your blast really hurts them a lot. They both look pretty bad, but they do finish their spell. They're kind of working in tandem, and you feel wind kind of whipping up around you in kind of a tornado pattern, like a. Whoa. And you all of a sudden feel your flight uh, disrupted, and you're uh, held in place. Um, Crete and Jill both take notice of you and start to head your way uh, to try and uh, try and fuck you up here. They just saw you do this huge blast. Sarah, you were just hit with a water blast, so it kind of gave Jill an opportunity to run away towards uh, towards Ari. What do you guys do?
1: Can I attempt to cut down the sand arm to free Ray? Ray? Um, Or should I know that it's magical and that's not going to work?
0: I was going to try to know limits out of the sand arm.
1: Yeah, I think that
0: you, you know that it's magical, right? Mm-hmm. But you can kind of head that way to try and help if he struggles, right? Or help him to do it faster. Yeah,
1: but I see Kree and Jill turn their attention to Ari, right? Okay, I will run over to Ray Ray to try to assist.
0: Ray, if you want to try and uh, no limits out of there, you can, plus weird. Alright. Hopefully my new game charm will help this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh it did uh that's a 12 i think it takes some doing right like this is a pretty solid magical spell like you break an arm free and a rope of sand pulls your arm back in and you break another arm free and a rope of sand pulls you back in but i think that you're definitely breaking out uh it it takes you a little bit of time but yeah so sarah you start to run to help ray and you see that he's in the process of breaking out of this
1: sand, for sure. Yeah, then I will run towards Jill and Crete. I mean, I don't want to just keep stabbing, but I want to... Should I keep going at Jill? I feel like she's the biggest threat. <laughs> if you'd like to read a bad situation, you definitely can. <laughs> you know what? Why not? That is a 10.
0: Okay, hold three. Goddamn. Shit. We are murdering it.
1: okay so
0: what's the biggest threat you guys
1: (laughs) (laughs) what's the biggest threat
0: (laughs) probably jill she's very powerful in her water magics she's barely taken any harm if i want to get the gun away from her what's most vulnerable to me i would say use her being distracted by ari right now to your advantage like not Mm-hmm. Go out and stab her, but I think you could sneak up if you were quiet enough and try and get the gun away from her, kind of takedown style.
1: Okay, and then are there any dangers we haven't noticed? You're looking at this
0: battlefield, and for a moment, your focus shifts to Sieb, who is writhing a little bit. This magic kind of, I don't per- like purple whips strike out from his body as if some otherworldly fire is burning its way out of him and he maybe not super loud, but you can kind of hear him like a little bit cringing in pain.
1: That doesn't sound good. I don't think that's
3: supposed to happen.
1: Who are you whispering to? Myself. The audience. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to quietly sneak up on Jill. I'm trying to take her magic. Water gun here. <laughs> I really want that Nerf Nerf water gun for Nerf blaster.
0: <laughs> uh, act under pressure.
2: Okay. Ow. Cop skills coming
0: into use. She's the expert, baby. The expert, baby.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give me
2: that goo Goo ga gun. God, no! funny as it is.
1: <laughs> why is that so funny (laughs) oh my god huh i am just rolling so good that's another 10 it's the exact same roll hell yeah then you sneak up behind
0: her and you (laughs)
1: freaking
0: take that gun away
1: (laughs) (laughs) so descriptive
0: uh ari what do you do i'm stuck in a maelstrom Yeah, you're kind of stuck here, kind of where you are in the air. Crete is approaching. Jill is momentarily tripped up, but the other two agents start to kind of try and mess with the runes again. Now they think their bosses have more of a handle on the situation. I would like to create a terror around
2: myself, like I did in the Jack Frost fight, and appear between the two agents on the ground. Okay, uh, then, yeah, roll your tear. Tear it up. Thanks, bestie. Uh, that is seven on the dice, plus four is 11. You tear your way right on over there, buddy.
0: <laughs> what do you do when you land behind them?
2: Uh, I'm going to extend my hand and grab one of their faces with my hand. Oh, God. I'm going to palm one of their faces and then channel three harm of magical energy into their face. Uh, their
0: fish person face goes fried fish fish. roll burn everything (laughs) use magic
2: R.I.P. that's nine on the dice plus four that's thirteen yeah he's dead times a million and then with green magic pouring out of my eyes I will look at his partner I'm trying to intimidate him to leave but if he doesn't I'll do the same to him
0: Yeah, nobody. They're well-trained F.A.E. agents, despite how they're being embarrassed. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. What do you do to this last guy? As the first one suffocates beneath your feet. (laughs) What sort of creature is it? (laughs) This is a bigger guy. This is a big beefy turtle person. Their shell is on their head like a hat. Like a helmet.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Hurt
0: him. Too late.
1: Protect him at all costs.
0: There's no shell on his back.
1: Imagine he's very saggy.
3: Ugh. <laughs> Have Why? you seen a turtle? Have you Why? seen turtles? <laughs>
1: turtles without their shells are saggy as fuck. <sighs> Don't mind me. Also
2: not alive. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a kind of combo attack. I'd like to um open a tear behind this turtle man and then... Push him through it. Uh, sure. I'm gonna say th- okay. I'm gonna say you're tempted to just kill him. I mean, I am going to kill him. I'm gonna open a tear about a mile above the streets of Tallahassee. Oh, that's fucked up, man. You give me seven temptations. I'm gonna go dark. <laughs> All right, do it. Perfect. Uh, you don't resist your temptations. Nope. Fuck this turtle man. Has a sentence I really never
3: thought I would
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do your tear uh seven on the dice plus four 11 yeah you open the tear roll act under pressure to push him through it that's a six on the dice plus four is a 10 so you kick him through this tear and you all of a sudden hear I close the terror behind it. Yeah, Ray, Ray, you finally bust out of your sand prison, and Crete is running up towards Ari. What do you do? Uh, how close am I to him? Uh, he's like pff, I don't know, like a few steps away from you. The plan is, I want to grab him by the horn and then just throw him into the water too. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> then yeah, why don't we get an act under pressure from you?
2: All right, that's a good one. That's a ten.
0: You, you, uh, you yank him back uh, by his horns and you've got him kind of under your control here. Are you going to try and throw him also? Yeah, I just want to throw him into the water. <laughs> Skip him like a stone. <laughs> I guess I'm going to call this act under pressure also.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Because you're not harming him. Oh, maybe. That's much better. That's a twelve. <laughs> you get either something extra or to absolute perfection. Oh, I want to do this to
2: absolute perfection. <laughs> <Just> how,
0: <laughs> how far into the water do you want
3: it to be? <laughs> oh,
1: no. We are bullies. <laughs> bu- These are bullies. very bad.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, plenty far far enough as just <laughs> just good and far is as far as you can basically I'm, I'm going out there after him you throw him all the way out into the bay and he immediately clunks into the water and you jump in after him is that what he said so he's like swimming distance right i didn't like super strength him just like forever away right he's not forever away but yeah i imagine you can <laughs> throw pretty far he's like out in the water Like, he's going to have to swim. Like, he's going to have to. Yeah, no, I definitely wanted him to have to swim. I'll jump in there. I'm making sure he's not coming back and sneaking up on anybody. Awesome. Sarah, you've gotten this gun away from Jill, and she looks at you with this fucking angry, just pissy look, and she says,
1: listen here, you meddlesome
0: bitch. And then she lunges for the gun again.
1: Can I use the gun? Yeah. Her gun. Can I use her gun? You can shoot it, yeah. Can I water her with it? (laughs) Just like she Uh tried to water me. (laughs) Oh, no. You can try. (laughs) How do I. Would that be use magic?
0: I'm going to call it. If you're using the gun, I'm going to call it kick some ass.
1: Okay. All right. Well, it was bound to happen eventually. It's a seven.
0: (laughs) Barely. So you shoot it and it fires like a real gun, like a gun gun, like a bullet. <laughs> it shoots a bullet.
1: I was just hoping it would just be cool, but <laughs> it
0: glances off her shoulder. You can see the runes of the suit reacting. But she pulls a switchblade and she <laughs> Oh Jesus. <laughs> and she stabs it out at you and you're going to take one harm from that.
1: Okay. So I know that she's wearing a magic suit Mm -hmm. and I know that Ari used to also wear a magic suit and the only way that (laughs) you could hurt Ari was to get him in the neck or head. Am I going to have to shoot this bitch in the head? Am I going to have to shoot her in the head?
0: Or the neck? Oh, God. You have your expert move so you can aim for a weak spot and do the total harm, like miss the armor.
1: I'm just going to toss the gun aside like away because it's shit to me and I'm going to take my sword and aim for the neck. Okay, roll kick some ass. Oh, Jesus. Can I use precise strike here? Because she's, is she a monster technically? I guess so.
0: You use precise strike when you've done harm.
1: I know. I'm just making sure she is a monster. (laughs) She would I mean, count, right?
0: I'll allow it,
1: yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, that is an... God, so close. It's a nine.
0: Okay, then you're going to do harm to one another again. Your sword does two damage, is that right? Yes. She starts to... <laughs>
1: oh, speak in this like way that. that you've
0: we've only seen Goodfellow do, and she draws like Jeez. these runes in the air and a water blast explodes like you just got hit by a a cannonball of hard water does three damage to you
3: okay
1: so since i inflicted harm on her though yeah now you can use precise strike okay so even though she hit me with this water blast maybe that somehow made it worse depending on how i roll here let's see that is a nine on the dice plus one so it is a ten go off
0: does that mean two extra harm
1: yeah
0: okay fuck yes then you (laughs) get hit by this blast and you have you have your battle you are totally aware of this battlefield right (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. and so you (laughs) use the momentum of getting hit by this water to whip around and swing your sword back around and she sees it coming but she scoots backwards as fast as she can but you slice her through the face like,
1: horizontally. You're the meddlesome bitch. This is my
0: home. Jill recoils back and she's holding her face, you know, and bleeding through her fingers. Hey, does she have water powers because she went up a hill <laughs> to get a pail of water? <laughs> yes. In fact, it zooms in. <laughs> now it zooms in on the, the pistol <laughs> laying in the sand. And it, said, it says, it has written on the side, Jill's pail. <laughs> Ari, you finish what you're doing. You turn around and you <laughs> see this happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But you also hear a scream of intense agony come from Sieb's direction. What you see when you look back in Sieb's direction is that all of these runes that were rippling out from him glow in tandem suddenly. Then they flow back into him And the portal, which has kind of bubbled up a little bit from the platform, uh, vibrates where it lies, and you see it shining with a light of seemingly many colors, and simultaneously none at all, like they're kind of, um, you know, trickling into one another, and there are flashes of purple within this orb, and it rises and rises until it's almost like a full half-sphere bubbling up from this platform, this is the gate that he's creating behind which is a pocket dimension large enough to house an entire world. I want to try to suss out if going over
2: there and helping him with the magic would be the best idea or healing him or... I want to see what in this situation I can do to be the most use in making this happen and not having see get torn apart by this magic.
0: That's interesting. Uh, Cool. Why don't you read about a bad situation?
2: Okay. That's four on the dice. Plus three
0: is seven. Hold one. What's the best way to protect Sieb? I think you look over there and you examine the area. You see Merog is there assisting him. Her eyes are glowing. As she uh, focuses on the magic, you know, Johnny and Greg and all of them are also kind of like in a circle around him, kind of chanting. Is Calliope there? Yeah, Calliope is there. She has the disc on this platform. I think that Seeb doesn't know how this, he can't use this disc, only she can. So she is needed uh, yeah. for kind of making the disc be a part of this gate um 100 the best way to protect Sieb would be i think that you're in the grand scheme of things in the grand scheme of what of what you need of what your magic needs your apotheosis magic needs mm-hmm. i think sieb you understand that he's gonna get hurt from this but he won't die and that that's fine. Like, that's collateral damage, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you want to help him, you're going to need to resist the temptation. I'm wondering, is does he have enough in him to finish this spell? Yeah, I think I will definitely give you that. He won't die from this. He'll just be very wounded. Okay. And there's no... Like, I can't go add my magic to the
2: puddle and make the spell happen faster. It's like, it's going, it's going to finish properly. He's just going to be down for the count from it, is what you're telling me.
0: I think the reason why you're not already a part of this spell is that you run the risk of draining yourself, (laughs) and then you're not able to summon Atlantis into the dimension, into the pocket.
2: Okay. So I think there is a, maybe a look shared between Seab and I, where he kind of tells me this with his eyes, that he can do it, but... Sure. We see through my green glowing eyes into his purple glowing eyes, and then I am going to torpedo myself as fast as I can, flying through the air at Jill's back while she's looking at Sarah.
0: I want to go to Ray. Ray, Ray, you swim out into the ocean. Yeah, I was about to say there's not much to what I'm doing. <laughs> He's eating a goat. <laughs>
3: I'm not eating uh, a
0: goat. What do you do as you swim out into the Gulf after Crete? How's he doing swimming out there? Not great. Yeah, I'll come up to him and grab him by the hoof and pull him out further (laughs) into the ocean. Yeah. I don't think you need to roll here. I think that you're able to just do this. I think he's panicked. I think he is desperately looking around. He's trying to, he wouldn't drown, right? Like he can swim. I don't think, I just don't think in the ocean with the larger waves. I don't think that he's great at it, but yeah, I don't, I don't think you'd have any problem pulling him out. I think he starts to like sign, like trying to be like, tell you to help, help him.
3: Hmm. The
0: whole purpose in me doing this is like, Hey, I'm not killing you, but you're out here. I think he totally gets that. I think he's like, at this point, you can maybe see him like looking around, last-ditch effort to find his axe like not to say that he won't hurt you if he could but I think he's recognizing that he's not going to beat you here there's no conceivable way even his method of drawing runes here outside of the wild uh, involves fire and he can't so he can't use it
3: well maybe I'll see you in a little bit best of luck to you hope you
0: enjoy Florida <laughs> And I'll start swimming back to the... You just leave leave (laughs) him out there? Yeah, no, I'm literally leaving him out there. Amazing. (laughs) We'll go back to Ari. What are you doing with Jill? I
2: want to grab Jill by her suit and force of will the magical protection out of it. I am very familiar with these suits and how they work and the runes needed. And I want to disable them so that Sarah can... Do what she needs to do. Interesting.
0: Okay, then yeah.
2: Force of will. That is eight on the dice, plus four is twelve. You picked the wrong side, Jill. Any runes that appear on the suit when it's hit are gonna burn green and, like, shoot off and fizzle out in different directions, so it is just a mundane
0: suit. You, To be honest, you might have a shot, but you think he's pulled his last card? He ain't. I'm prepared
2: for anything that the goblin has in his deck. And
0: I'll drop her to the ground. Sarah? She's looking up at you, I think, in terror. And Ari's looking at you like he wants you to kill her, which is pretty fucked up. Oh. And Ray is swimming back towards the shore, so he's going to see you do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can you kill a chronicle again?
0: Chronicles like Jill are resistant mm. to harm, but not invulnerable to it. Chronicles like Goodfellow,
1: you have to write a book and shit. yeah, you have the, <laughs> yeah. the magical means.
0: But that being said, like Jack, the Jack and, you know, the Jack and Jill story is pretty mm. well told, so you know, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Basically, you don't know.
1: So, I don't know if me stabbing her through the heart right now will kill her.
0: You're accepting the risk that if you stab her through the heart, she will die.
1: Yeah, I think I have this like moment where I step closer to her and I have like, cause she's under me, right? Like laying on the ground, mm-hmm. looking up at me on her back, I assume. And I have like my sword like ready to like stab down into her neck or heart whatever and i think i i go to stab down and i at the last second i turn and i stab like directly into the sand like an inch from her throat and i'm gonna look at ari
0: we don't have time for this i think more or less immediately when sarah stabs the sword into the sand, Jill rolls away and conjures one of her water walls uh, by gesturing and using her incantations and she starts to run off into the woods
1: well fuck I didn't see that happening
2: (laughs) I'm not gonna let that happen the trees are going to trap her in place
0: roll use magic plus weird it's 10 on the dice plus 4 is 14 (laughs) As soon as she runs into the close to the tree line, the branches and the brush reach out and grab her. I think, though, mm. from behind you, Ari, it's time! Summon Atlantis now! And you whip around and you see that the portal is now fully a purple orb. You can see through it. You can see that if you were to go into this bubble, you would be in the pocket dimension.
2: Sarah, finish her, or don't. Just make sure she doesn't interfere with this. And I'm going to fly towards the portal.
0: Sarah and Ray, what do you do as he flies to the portal? I mean, I'm guessing I'm just now getting back. I missed all this. I was in the ocean. You come out of the ocean, and you <laughs> see... You hear what Sieb said, and you see that the battle is pretty much over that agent pale is stuck in the trees via these vines and you see ari fly off towards the gate so you and sarah are effectively together on the beach now
1: Ray, i couldn't i i couldn't do it i couldn't i couldn't kill her
3: you ain't supposed to
1: well you gotta gotta make sure she stay like can't escape while ari is focused on summoning atlantis
3: she ain't going nowhere
1: i'll
0: definitely add that you can tell that through the strength of ari's magic right now she is completely bound
1: okay i wasn't sure if it was like a concentration thing and then
0: normally it would be but a lot of the stuff a lot of the limits to his magic are in ignored when he's in apotheosis
1: okay i want to pick up her gun her arcane focus gun <laughs> And hand it to Ray Ray. Jill's pale. Jill's pale. I want, a hail. Hail. <laughs> I want a oh, to hail. Hail. I
0: want to hand
1: Oh, hail. I didn't mean to say hail. <laughs> oh, hail. Oh, hail. It's Jill's pale. Ray, Ray. <laughs> Jail. Jail's pale. God damn it. I'm going to hand it to Ray Ray. As in, I want you to... I want you to bend it and break it. I don't... Throw it in the fucking ocean.
0: <laughs> Keep an eye on the water. I think that no dude might show up here, uh... Sooner rather than later. Oh,
1: you didn't kill him either? That makes, that makes me feel a little better.
3: That ain't us, Sarah.
1: I guess we'll walk over. Ari,
0: why don't you use magic to attempt to summon a world into this world? That sounds dangerous, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> it's one of those important roles, you know.
1: You don't have any luck. You guys ever think about that?
2: <laughs> That's perfectly fine. That's nine on the dice. Plus four is a 13, my friend.
0: Well, what does it look like when you summon stuff in this form? Okay, so there's
2: a circle of a portal to Atlantis with a disc inside of it. Sieb has created a purple bubble, right? I'm imagining, you know how you make a big bubble with one of those big rings? It's like one of those big rings on the ground and the purple bubble is coming out of it. Is that correct in your description? Exactly. Exactly all of the runes that we've prepared around it start to glow green and seep into the middle of the bubble, and the green starts to glow within this half-globe until it reaches the point where it starts to, like, crack through and then it bursts, and
0: from destruction comes creation. There are these flashes of green, and your magic works as you summon Atlantis. You feel that connection of Atlantis into this pocket dimension. When the bubble bursts, what's created in its place is something that more resembles a mirror. The frame of which is made up of Calliope's disc, which has now been restructured, reconfigured into... An ovular screen of sorts. This is the gate to Atlantis. You hear C behind you say, It's done, but
3: something's wrong.
0: And when the screen fades, there to look within the gate is to see the cosmos. There are particles floating forever in an infinite space. See
2: Calliope, what happened? Where did we go wrong? What is this?
0: I don't...
3: I don't know, but
0: you have to go in there. This is your territory. I'm weak. Ari, the rest of us will hold off whatever Goodfellow sends. Uh, you... you guys, the three of you, should should go. Oh, God. Don't worry, Sarah. We got this. Don't worry, I'll get Seab to Brittany. I'm trusting my people's fate in your hands.
3: Ray, Ray, Sarah, let's finish this.
0: Ari, before you fly into the gate here, this mysterious cosmic gate, you feel a firm hand on your arm. You turn and you see Seab. And he's weak, but he's walked up to you. And he says, Ari, I know this is necessary. I hate to see you this way,
3: Seep Once good fellow has been dealt with, I will leave all of
0: this behind us. He smirks, and he says, hmm. "How far that little candle throws his beams! So shines a good deed
3: in a weary world."
0: And he gives you a kiss.
2: I kiss him back, obviously, and it's very magically charged. I'll be home soon, Sieb and i'm going to fly into the cosmos
1: i'm going to look back at ray and hold my hand out and say you coming
3: <sighs> now i've got your back miss sarah
1: and we jump through the portal
0: Good time to check my mic volume. That's definitely way too loud. You're too loud. Ha ha. Ha ha. Not peeking. Redacted. (laughs) Redacted.
1: Was I close enough?
0: Yeah. The finale of this podcast is ASMR. (laughs)
1: The finale of
2: this (laughs) podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) of <laughs> <F1>. one <laughs> <laughs> that fucking funny I'm the audience <laughs>
3: okay uh,
0: alright let me do my opening monologue I'm scared